Welcome to the Mills on the Mic podcast. In this show, Chargers Fan of the Year, Jen Mills, explores the best in football, sports, and the stories behind our favorite games that often go untold, with the aim of building stronger communities and inspiring change. Here's your host, Jen Mills. Hey, everyone. Thank you for joining me today. Welcome back. And if you're new to this podcast, my name is Jen Mills. And on this episode of Mills on the Mic, I have a special guest for you guys. If you can't tell by my set, behind me is the flag of DHBC, the club that I am a member of. And the guest today is going to be the president, Enrique, on Twitter. You guys know him as Enrique. And we're going to do a little Q&A for you guys. So everyone on Twitter who was confused the past couple months about what DHBC was, we're going to clear that up for you guys today. So stay tuned. Hey guys, I'm Enrique. A lot of you guys know me as Enrique on Twitter. I'm the Die Hard Bowl Club president, and I'm very honored to be on here with Jen. Well, I am so glad to have you finally on. I know it's taken me a while to organize it all, so thank you for joining today. Um, I just wanted to obviously bring you on because we had that mass confusion happen on Twitter a couple months ago where people were like, what's DHBC? I thought it was a fan page and, you know, we needed to clear things up. And you can only say so much on Twitter to to get that done. So let's start off with how long has the club been around? Okay, so the club was um, founded in 2014 by Brian Boltz. Uh, a lot of you guys may know him on Twitter. Um, he recently retired after, you know, taking it this far, almost 10 years, uh, being the DHBC president. So that's when the club was founded back in 2014 at the Qualcomm. From the story that I hear, I wasn't part of it at the time. Uh, I wasn't fortunate enough to be around when in San Diego, I was able to go to a couple games, but never a season ticket holder. So, um, from what I was told, it just started as a couple friends wanting to tailgate together and it ended up evolving the moment we moved to LA and started the whole Thunder Alley movement and wanting to bring Charger fans together when all the separation happened. Yes. And it it was so amazing because obviously with the pandemic, it like felt like through Twitter and through the club for myself personally, that it definitely helped. Oh, for sure. I think the whole community came together with COVID, I think that was the most amazing thing. I ended up making friends that are probably going to be in my life forever, like Fred, Nick. I met them all through uh, through Twitter. We were just like chatting and like, oh, you're a Charger fan? Oh, I live right here too. We live in I'm Fontana. I live in Rialto. We're like five minutes away. And then I was like, well, I just became president of the IE chapter. You guys want to join? And that's how it all, and now look at us. Like, you know, it's crazy. And I think the pandemic is a little blessing in disguise. Like, honestly, it brought us closer together as a the Bull family. I think it all became what it is today because of like us just being able to communicate through Twitter. Oh, absolutely. So you just recently became a member like within the past four or five years, right? Correct. It was 28, 17, 2017. Oh, wow. Okay. And I just became a member officially, you know, just over a year ago now. And honestly, it was like the best decision ever personally. So now tell everybody how to become a member of DHBC. So honestly, we make it pretty easy. Uh, Our club is solely ran on participation. Uh, You know, I always tell everybody the club wouldn't be what it is today if it wasn't for the members. You know, all the leadership, we get together 
and put all these events and get the tailgate set up, get there at 7 a.m. to get the parking, all that, to make sure the members have fun. So a lot of people think that just because you joined the HBC, you got to do all that. You don't. You We just ask for some participation, but we also understand that family and work come first. So we don't expect you to go and drop what you're doing or cancel your sister's wedding to come to a watch party. Like we don't expect any of that. We just, you know, expect you to help us grow the family. So if you're willing, if you're in any of the surrounding areas, you want to join the HPC, just get in contact with our main page. They'll transfer you to a chapter near you. Right now we're starting something different because we want to give the opportunity to fans that don't live near a chapter to still be part of the HPC and participate in ways like Twitter, Instagram, you know, getting the word out there of what we're trying to do. Our movement, I guess you would say the movement as DHPC is to bring fans together, to make sure you get the opportunity that you normally wouldn't get just being a regular fan. Um, That's why we host a lot of events with players, with the team. Like we work very closely with the Chargers. So that's our main goal to make sure that people get a different experience of being a Charger fan and that we make being a Charger fan a unique and amazing experience for everybody because you know we're all tired of those jokes that there's no fans so we're going to show that there may not be a lot of us but the ones that are here we have a unique and amazing bond and experience that's great and i absolutely feel that for sure um i remember one of the confusion or part of the confusion a couple months back somebody mentioned is like is there a fee to join the club oh yeah there is no fees. We don't charge anything. Um, you know, we try to raise money other ways. Obviously, as a club, you know, you need money, but we raise it through other fundraisers and whatever. We don't take any money from our members. We don't ask for any money to be part of the club. All we really ask is be a Charger fan, represent us well. And, you know, I guess the best way to say it is just don't act like a Raider fan. That's it. <laughs> That's what I tell all my the people that apply at the IE. Like, just don't be a Raider fan at games, and you'll be good. Because at the end of the day, they represent us, you know. So, right, totally understand that. Okay, so you had mentioned, you know, there there aren't too many chapters near a lot of fans because our fans are scattered nationwide and even internationally. So. Currently, how many chapters are there and are there future plans to expand to, you know, more chapters for fans that, you know, aren't near a chapter, like you said, even though they can join? Are there plans for expansion? Yes. So as of right now, I think um, I'm sure Karen and Sasha are going to correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we're like 30 chapters, Uh, maybe a little bit over 30. We have chapters in Mexico, Germany, Australia. Canada, UK, uh, all over the U.S. Right now, our main focus is having chapters in areas where there's a football team because a lot of us do travel to away games. So we want to make sure that when we go there, we have a chapter there that's going to take care of us the way we take care of them when they come here. So that's our main goal, to make sure that we have chapters in those cities. I know there's a lot of main cities that have football teams like Washington and Kansas City. I know Sasha and Karen are working right now to get those started. Um, But, you know, with the amount of interest that we've been getting, thankfully, uh, it's we got to turn some chapters down. 
because or else we're going to end up having all these chapters all over the U.S. and they're going to have like two members here. I think it's just not going to be as organized as we would like it to be. So we really do ask, you know, for members to be a little more patient. Um, I get not more patient, but, you know, we will end up eventually opening a chapter if we end up seeing enough interest in that city. But that does not mean you can't be DHBC. We'll find a way for you to be DHBC, represent different ways and come to the to the home games. You know, um, my plans are also to do some, you know, piggyback off of what you do, try to do a little giveaways from some because throughout the season, a lot of people give me tickets to give to members. So I would like to do some giveaways with those out of state fans to make sure they get the opportunity to come to SoFi. You know, a lot of them are not as fortunate as we are to be able to go. So, you know, being DHBC members, if you're in, I don't know, some middle of the country that doesn't have a football team, we still would like you to be DHBC, represent the Chargers. It's just, you know, we can't really open all these chapters all over the place at the moment because we're trying to be as organized as possible. Right. And that organization is pretty intense. Like a lot of people thought initially it was like a fan page, but because it's actually a club, there is like a hierarchy of positions within each chapter that I don't think everybody knows. Can you talk a little bit about that to explain how detailed it is? Correct. So to make our lives a lot easier um, from having all these members, because I think we're at like 400 members at the moment. So to make it easier, we end up having each chapter as a chapter president, chapter vice president, secretary, treasurer, and a sergeant at arms. So I communicate mainly with the presidents. And then this, the club secretary, Lisa, communicates with the other secretaries from each chapter to relay information to make it easier so that way there's just one point of contact and not everybody, the information is not scattered all over the place. And then we have our point of contact that contacts just with the chargers again. So that way, not all these presidents are like messaging the chargers about certain information. So that's the way we're trying to stay organized. You know, we're not trying to be a corporate or something. I think somebody made that comment on Twitter that I thought you guys were about the fans. I didn't know this was like corporation. I'm like, no, we're just trying to stay organized as best as possible because we do work very closely with the chargers and to make our lives a lot easier, honestly. But the club does have the main leadership, which would be myself, Matthew, um, Pablo, and Lisa. The, or Nelly. That's our main club like leadership. So if you contact any of us, we'll make sure we get you somewhere. And I can't believe I forgot. But Karen, Karen also our social media. She is our heart. Karen already. She, she is our heart. She, if it wasn't for her, we would be a mess on social media. She, I honestly, I do not envy her work because she gets flooded with DMs. I, I saved the best for last, Karen. I didn't forget you. <laughs> no, you didn't. Um, so you mentioned, you know, and I've been, you know, benefit. I have benefited. I should correct myself. By being a member, that you organize a lot of events with the Chargers closely. And last year, I got to participate by going to a meet and greet with Asante. So for me, as a brand new member, to be able to go and do something like that, that was like, oh my gosh, because to, you know, like nobody knows, but like 
That was my first player ever that I met in person and first autograph in person. So like if I wasn't a member, I never would have been able to experience that. But I do remember last time, you know, at the most recent signing, you told a story. So I want you to tell, you know, everybody your first experience as a member. So my first experience as a member, I mean, it's something I'll never forget. Uh, we had a bowling event with, uh, I'm going, drawing blank with his name. It will come to me. We had a bowling event, one of the players that is no longer with us. Um, I think he plays for the Raiders now. I don't know why I'm drawing the blank on his name, but he set up this whole bowling event where he invited certain players from the defense. And it was mine and Sasha's first event. I remember telling Sasha, like, we need to go. You have no idea, like, how big this is. It's like my, our first event as members. Like, we got to go. And it was at the Huntington Beach, like, bowling alley. And we parked at a parking structure. I'm walking out. And this Uber pulls up and this massive man comes down is Joey Bosa. I couldn't believe it. I'm looking at her. She looks at me and Joey, Joey sees us with all our charger gear and goes like, Oh, are you guys going to that event? And I was like, yeah. He's like, do you mind if I walk with you guys? And he's like, please, please. And that's an experience I will never forget. And I would have never had if it wasn't for the chargers, the chargers also did something amazing for me back in, um, I'm going to say 2019. Uh, they made me the Mexican Heritage Month person they spotlighted. You know, they had me and Sasha come to the locker room, recorded us, did a whole story about what it means to be Hispanic, something I take a lot of pride in. Um, and the fact that they were going to Mexico City to play and my family's from Mexico City. So I had my uncles out there. The Chargers did some. They sent all my uncle's jerseys with our last name, myself. They did amazing stuff for me. And it wouldn't have happened if I wasn't part of the club. So that's some of the great experiences that we experienced as Charger fans, as DHPC members. It all kind of slowed down a little bit because the pandemic, Chargers couldn't do much stuff with us. But I do expect it to pick up again to where we're doing special events with them. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I missed the Zion signing. I wasn't around for that. Lucky enough to have gone to Donald Parham signing. And now I can't wait for our annual barbecue. And that I remember going last year and that was just so much fun. So and that gives us a huge opportunity to like get to know new members and get to know each other in person right after the pandemic. Yeah, the annual barbecue. I'm super excited for it because how big we've grown. Like you said, we haven't really seen a lot of these people in person. So I'm very excited to get to meet all our new members and start the year off right because this feels like it's the year. So not only do we get to benefit because the club, you know, is lucky enough to do certain events through the Chargers um, and a lot of things that I really enjoy doing is the community work that Chargers community page, I believe that they put on, right? So that I love doing that kind of stuff. So does the club do any philanthropic work as well through the Chargers or maybe not even through the Chargers, just through the club in itself? Yeah, so um, in years past, we've done the, the children's hospital stuff. You know, we get a bunch of toys together for Christmas. We drop off donuts. Um, each chapter kind of has a charity they started working with which we're being more 
I guess I would say aggressive towards that now. Like we want to make sure we are doing a lot of charity work. So we want to get out in the community. We want to make sure we show people what it is to, that is not, we're not just a fan club. Like we are a family that takes care of each other and that we look out for our community. You know, we got to thank you a lot for that because you do so much for the community, for the fan base, honestly, the most selfless person I've ever met. Uh, so we thank you. And behalf of all of us, I would like to thank you for all that you do for the community and for the rest of us. You know, I guess the Bull fan really wouldn't be what it is if it wasn't for you. So I wanted to take the opportunity to say that before going into the fact that we're this year, we're going to start doing a lot more projects like that. I just got, I had a meeting with Mexico uh, chapter this week and they have this amazing idea that each month, each member is going to take on a task. Like I think the first example they gave me was September. It was going to be the vice president's uh, Antonio's turn to do something. And he's going to make a bunch of like sandwiches and tortas and stuff and go out throughout uh, Guadalajara and just hand them out to like least fortunate kids that are out there. Because, you know, obviously poverty is a little bit more out there in Mexico. So they want to go out there and show what the Chargers and DHPC are about and help out the community. So I want to make sure we do that over here as well. And every chapter is going to start having a charity that they're going to work closely with and see how we could help out. Even if it's just something small like we used to do. I mean, not like we used to, we still do it take donuts to the nurses and doctors at the children's hospital, you know, uh, to show our appreciation. So that I want to make sure that we focus on that this year. That's fantastic. I'm all for it. Whatever you need me to do, I'll, I'll be there for the LA chapter. <laughs> I'll do whatever I can. You know that. Overall, DHBC for me has been a blessing. I absolutely love it. I'm glad I was, you know, able to talk to you and clear things up. Obviously, in the past, people didn't understand like the whole process of being a member. And I do recall there was an issue, somebody talking about an application to join. Can you clear that up for them? Yeah, so we started uh, trying to make things easier for the presidents of the chapters and the social media team that runs each chapter. So uh, our president of that, Pablo, came up with this great way of doing an application online where you just click the link, or if you see any of us at the games and stuff like that, we can show you a QR code and it will send you to the application of that chapter. This application does not mean we're doing a background check on you. It's basic information that we ask from you just to be able to get in contact with you and have a chat because we don't, we also do want to make sure that we keep the integrity of the club and we don't end up getting a Chiefs fan undercover trying to join or something. <laughs> so we just want to have a phone call. That's really all the application is for. You're not applying for a job. It's not a background check. We're not asking for your social, nothing like that. It's just so we can get to know you a little bit better, see where you live. How did you become a Charger fan? You know, and then just be able to contact you a different way than Twitter. So that way we can have a meeting and discuss if the club is the right fit for you because i mean there's also a bunch of other clubs maybe the hbc is not the right fit for you i've had that before where people are like you know what i love what you guys do but i can't commit and that's fine all respect like i said there's other clubs that are you know do different things so we may not be a right fit for you and 
that's all the application is about. Well, it's smart personally because it's a great way to keep the club organized. I mean, it's more than just a club the way you've described it, and hopefully everybody now understands. But to go back a little bit, because I kind of forgot to ask you about this, you mentioned just now about like if it's not the right fit, there are other clubs. So. Does DHBC collaborate with other clubs, like for away games, for tailgating, for other events? Yes,、uh, we are very close. We work very closely with a lot of the other clubs.、Um, obviously, to set up Thunder Alley, we have to work very closely with all the other clubs because it is a group effort. It takes all of us to be able to make that happen.、Um, a lot of us get together for like off-season events.、Uh, you know. We did the Donald Parham signing with a different club.、Um, the Charger Bolts. I'm not going to forget to mention them. A lot of our away games, we're working together with Bolt Pride、um, because they also have a lot of members in different areas. So we work. We're going to start working closely with them to set up away meetings and tailgates and whatnot. So yes, we do collaborate with a lot of other clubs, and that's why I say you know there is options for you. Uh, we may not be the right fit, and that's completely fine. We'll still be able to hang out, and you also don't have to be DHBC to come to our events. You, you know, if we post an event to the public, feel welcome to come by. You don't have to be part of the club. You can still come join us, have fun. You can still come to Thunder Alley and hang out with us. We'll treat you like family. It doesn't matter if you're not wearing a badge. We're still going to treat you like family. Absolutely, that's what Wolf Fam is about. That's what the club and just being a Chargers fan is about. So thank thank you so much, Rike, for coming on and just making sure that everybody understands what DHBC is all about, what we're all about, and we're just one big family and wanting to have fun and having、uh, the season right around the corner. I just can't wait to get back to Thunder Alley. I can't wait either. I'm very excited. This is this is gonna be a year. Thank you so much for having me on. It's honestly an honor to be in your podcast. Uh, so I really appreciate you. Please don't ever change. Continue being that amazing person that you are. Ah,、uh, thank you so much, Rike. Love you guys. We love you. Thank you. Just want to say thank you to Rike again. Thank you for coming on and going over what it really means to be a member of our amazing club, DHBC. I hope you guys now understand. It is a free membership. Anyone within a close vicinity. Of a chapter can join. You can join us even if you're not a member at any function that there is, especially Thunder Alley. Please come down and see us so we can meet everybody. It was so much fun to talk to Rike. He's a great, great individual. Even I mean, he does so much. He has his own business. He's president of the club, and he is so engaging on Twitter as. You guys already know, so that will do it for this episode of Mills on the Mic, and I can't wait to see you guys next time. And always remember to bolt up. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Mills on the Mic. If you are a super fan or just feeling inspired, connect with Jen on Twitter at Jennifer Mills twenty one.